Hello guys, welcome to Bros on Life. Welcome back everyone. Welcome back indeed. It's Friday again. It's Friday. It's and the weekend. It is. Well, <laughs> for you it is. I still have a meeting in a couple of hours. Well, an ad hoc meeting. You're, you're I didn't almost expect there. it. Yeah. You're almost there. Almost. Hope it uh, won't uh, give you any uh, surprises. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Because the guy, I'm actually attending the meeting because uh, somebody is going on vacation. Oh, so you have to jump in and, yes, and I replace think, Dan. I think he said it was like a one-time thing, but I think in the coming three weeks I'll have to sit in on that meeting. So oh. I'm not sure though. Well, sure. you'll see, you'll see. Yeah, but it was a busy week, right? I had the same. Yeah, I was helping out um, my dad with hauling some furniture and they redid the floor. So uh, I was doing my best and also was helping out my girlfriend with her uh, thesis. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it was a bu busy week. I was uh, actually just uh, w busy with work and then afterwards in the evening helping out with uh, thesis and uh, hauling furniture. And uh, yeah, I uh, really felt like I didn't do enough uh, physical exercise. So I really need to uh, get up in on that, uh, that working out vibe again because uh, that's oh been man. lacking in my, uh, in my routine. Well, I get that. I haven't worked out either. I don't actually like work, work out. You know, I do my sit-ups, push-ups and try to walk. Yeah. But I don't know. I just ate very bad this week. Tell me yesterday. What, tell me what did you eat? What did, what did, the kind of shit did you, uh, huh? well, you put know, in your body? Like, well, okay. So I did cook myself, but like shawarma and <laughs> chicken schnitzels and schnitzels. all that kind of schnitzels. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did that did have some veggies well, but then well well wait i i have this uh uh um uh freezer veggies i have the freezer veggies because yeah. they're quite healthy but now i had like this uh this package with all kinds of veggies in it mm -hmm. but there was also some garlic butter in it Ooh. little little pastilles little of garlic knob butter of garlic yeah. butter <laughs> but i didn't sign up for that that makes me fat yeah but so why 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 was it in there I don't know. Just to is it like a pre-made up? I guess pre-packaged thing. Like, yeah, yeah. It's okay. like the box is uh, from. I don't know. Did you get it from? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I get. It's like the the Iglo things or something. Yeah, right? exactly. Those were it. I guess we're not sponsored, by the way, people. No, but but I do, but I do love them. So yeah, I I thought saw those uh like the those pre-fabricated meals that like the, the entire meals also in the the freezer. Yeah. Uh, those are those are pretty good, actually. They are. You know what? The, the, the I mean, for for like frozen meals, they're but, not bad. But also, always like take frozen veggies. Yeah. Because they last longer, and the nutrients in it are still like pretty good, well reserved like for a long time. Yeah. So I always go for frozen veggies, but or just freeze them, or freeze them. I guess. Well, I don't know if you can freeze all veggies. Well, I just do it. And I think you'll notice afterwards once you eat it. <laughs> you can't you can't freeze. I was thinking about that. You can't freeze tomatoes. Well, tomatoes are fruits, but you can't do that. I've right? never frozen tomatoes actually. Maybe hmm. you should try. That's a thing we need to. Uh, yeah. Well, you will. That was my. And then you can get back to me. Like, hey, was <laughs> hey, that your stomach? Yes. <laughs> are you? <laughs> you haven't had breakfast. No. Mm. Well, well, you know, we we've been trying like the the intermittent fasting, like to. Uh, shorten the time window uh, in which you eat. Yeah. Uh, and um, I must honestly say that I sometimes feel that I'm forcing food into my body in the mornings because I never really have 
that much of an appetite. Right. Um, so yeah, you. I think you mentioned it to me, so I was like, you know, I'll try it also. And also because I'm yeah pretty much at home constantly since I'm just working, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe I'm eating too much, like quickly already eating too much. So I. But do you do that intermittent fasting, like eat in the eight-hour time frame? I try to do it, but I'm I do uh, notice that after like eight o'clock, I do get like the munchies, yeah. because you have like this shortage of maybe food in your body, and you're used to having three meals a day, and now you're just down to two maybe, or maybe even less. Depends on if you really have time, if it's a busy day, and of course it's not healthy. You need to eat and also hydrate and stuff, so that kind of fills you up, I guess. Water also kind of fills you up but I do temporarily have, i do have my three meals it's just in eight hours i only have two i well last couple of days i only had two mm, okay but i sometimes i switch it up i need to find like a better i think uh a better is yeah yeah just eat every two and a half hours or so in that eight hour time frame and have some fruit snacks in between yeah i need to get uh, some carrots still maybe you can like dip them in hummus or something or uh, yeah but I need to watch out with the hummus though because uh, they could also get quiet carrots are pretty good for yeah. your skin also like they they uh, uh is that a myth by the way it's like no the carrots for the eyes what they well, say I'm not sure. I think it can but like on a minuscule level like it can cure blindness of course no. but it does has <laughs> uh, a lot of fe- vitamins b uh 12 if I'm not mistaken which is good against acne and all kinds of stuff. And mm-hmm. I did, I did uh, uh, um, experience that firsthand like a year and a half ago when I had that outbreak. Yeah. So after that, I got like uh, medicine for that. But because how, of, like, yeah, how heavy. was that solved? Because I can remember it was like, you know, really had trouble with that because it came out of nowhere. Like right. Suddenly right. it was there. You had like... It literally came out of nowhere yeah. and they can't explain it. It's like they Still say... Still they can't? They don't, no, didn't have any they, tests or any results? No, the, the, the explanation was because I went to a dermatologist and they said, like, well, it might be your diet, um, but it can also be, like, uh, something with hormones or something okay. like that. Because teenagers had it. Uh-huh. But it was, like, uh, in between, like, I'm not sure what it is, but here's some medicine. Uh, it was antibiotics. But and you tried a few things and not everything helped, right? No, because that was my, my uh, the first post, my, my doctor. Yeah, you had, like, ointment like, or something for yeah. your face, and that wasn't really helping. Right. And now they put you on antibiotics. And it was for a pretty long time, by the way. Oh, my God. Like, it was like, like half Several a year. months. Half yeah. a year, man. That's a long time. But it was aggressive also because, <laughs> I don't know if you remember, I had to walk around with va- uh, Vaseline for my lips <laughs> yeah. to, to like keep them moistered because it would crack. No, it would really crack and hurt yeah. like shit. It was really dry. Yeah, because it, it just it, it dries out your entire skin and all the uh, acnes and all that yeah. kinds of stuff. But That was horrible, man. It well, was. Luckily, it's gone now because uh, it lasted for, lasted for too long. Yeah, knock on wood. I hope it's safe. Wait, I do. I did. I did find that I have. Uh, uh, I built up an a tolerance. Yeah. Like to um, certain foods. Like if I eat potatoes too yeah. often, I would get like a miniature outbreak. Mm-hmm. Um, fats, starch, maybe. not so much. Yeah, starch or uh, maybe gl- is there gluten in? Uh in potatoes you know i've been thinking about maybe having that i might have a gluten allergy yeah i still have to talk to my colleague she has like uh it's not an allergy test but they do like something with scanning or something like that it sounds it sounds like hippie but it's not it's really effective okay she still has to do it because i do think i have uh i've built up uh, an allergy for certain foods could be 
that helps a lot, you know, knowing that, like, oh, yeah, well, that's the alarm. We changed scenery. We're in the living room now. That's right? the ambulance right there. Yes, they're coming to get you. Yeah, because close by to a hospital, so that might happen more often uh, during this uh, podcast, people. Don't yeah, be, uh, might don't be. be alarmed. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. a stupid joke. No, I wasn't really. I was. I didn't mean it as a joke. It's just oh, like shit. now I, the stupid I, jokes just come out. Nah, <laughs> accidentally. <stop it>. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. But I appreciate um, it. Okay, so uh, okay, the for when it comes to Corona, mm-hmm. something off topic, of course, uh, new topic. So when it comes to Corona, uh, some measures are being lowered, uh, especially here in in uh, in Europe and also Holland. And I was checking up, and you, of course you hear stories from colleagues maybe, or people you know, and they start to plan out holidays again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, kind of in a doubt as to, is it actually worth going on vacation still this year? Because uh, for some regions, of course, they are like accepting tourism again, because it's like also very, very good for the economy. Mm-hmm. For some islands, even somewhere off the the Pacific and uh, uh, South America, it's it's vital. Yeah. Some some islands are really in economical trouble at this time because they haven't had any tourism in the last few uh, few months. Yeah. But um, I I I I wonder what's your take on that because uh, you know, going on vacation, uh, of course, it's 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 essential. You need to like change scenery and stuff. But I feel like I can enjoy it. I can really enjoy it if they're still like forcing you to wear a mask, if there are still like lines for some uh, restaurants, if there are still uh, uh, all these measures taken, and which I get because there is a possibility that a second wave is going to, you know, hit us again. Um, the numbers are being, are rising, uh, not only in the US, but also in some countries in Europe. And yeah. also traveling might also help, you know, get that outbreak up to speed again. Well, the I think the danger is, is that First of all, if you decide to travel, you're left to your own devices because uh, they're not repatriating, repatriating uh, Dutch, uh, our, our kingdom, right? Yeah. Our, our I kingdom, think that's the right state. <laughs> Shit, our kingdom. Our oh kingdom. Yeah. Hoorah. So loosely translated, our state. Yeah. They said they wouldn't do that. So if an outbreak occurs... And that's for every every country now? Every foreign yeah. country, they don't do yeah, anything They anymore. don't do it. They're I'm guessing, like, if, if a major outbreak occurs again and a lot of Dutch uh, citizens are stuck abroad, then they uh, will do something, right? How did that work, actually, like, with the first wave? They Well, that was Did horrible. they really get, like, did they send a flight... With like state finance, and then had people come uh, come back. Like uh, that's what that's their intent. They really put uh, all their resources together. Uh, they work with uh, KLM, you yeah. know, um, but also like the smaller uh, um, uh, airplane companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you call that? Airline. Airlines. Yes. Yeah. Airplane companies. That's fine. <laughs> oh, that's that's also a fitting. It's going well with the translations today, right? <laughs> But yeah. yeah, with the airlines, only the problem was that a lot of countries went uh, uh, also went in lockdown, mm-hmm. so they wouldn't allow foreign fra- uh, foreign flights to land. Yeah, so that was a problem. Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> foreign flights. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what's happening. That's okay. I'm still asleep. That's okay. This is an early morning, guys. Right. Right what? now, it's still early. I haven't eaten. That's why my belly was making noises. Like right. my stomach was like. You haven't eaten. I'm I not awake yet. No. Well, the, I am the awake. Dog is sleeping. Look at her. Uh, he's, she's chilling. 
Yeah. He's like, you're talking bullshit, but, um, guys. But, but you know, I, I just feel like I won't really be able to enjoy much of my vacation if I still need to like wear a mask and if there's still lines out there. And, and I'd rather save that money up to go out on vacation once it's actually like, I think, doable in terms of less measures and maybe... I don't know how, how long we're facing actually this because first at first they said it's going to take a year and after that they said it's going to take two years and no one really knows because we don't know if there's going to be a second outbreak. I don't I don't think it's going to be uh, it will take that long. I think that if a second outbreak occurs it will be uh, uh, it won't be that big because you see it like transpire now over the last couple of months. Um, I do think that well if you look at other countries like the United States I just uh, released it this morning they have a new like record 70,000 contaminations and I also heard that the day. UK closed all borders did it yeah oh so they're not allowing any foreigners uh, in well I get that I mean th- that's fine you know but the, the strange thing is, is that Italy is accepting tourism again yeah tourists. but Italy is like in a <laughs> economical rut so they want that tourism to like yeah. spike the but economy. they were like one of the, you know, the most affected countries, uh, if you look at like Europe, right next, yeah. to, next to the UK in terms of numbers, I think. It was, it was. That was Europe's like biggest, uh, 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 how you call it? Fireplace, they always said. Uh, but uh, yeah, but, but Italy is a different ball game. It's like when they decide to open up, like a lot of countries decide to lift their lockdown because yeah. they need to get the economy back yeah. on track. And I think that's especially for Italy, but that's also, I think, that it's a dangerous dilemma because uh, then you're, like, balancing health and, like, you know, the general health of people in terms, together with uh, economical uh, uh, stability. Yeah. So, actually, you're balancing health and money together. That's yeah. basically what it is. Well, I'm not a fan of it because, well, that's what they said uh, uh, at the beginning of the first, like, wave. Yeah, they always said like, okay, we don't know what's what this will do with the economy. They eventually, after like four months here over here, they decided to open it up very, very, very slowly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they did say like, this can be like uh, how, how it will go up until there is a vaccine. And I get that because you need to make money, right? P- people need to uh, uh, run their businesses. You know, okay, but th- it's not an immediate solution, right? If there is a vaccine, air quote, doesn't mean that there's not going to be an outbreak anymore. Because people don't really know exactly when they actually are infected, and before they might know and feel no, symptoms. No, but they can make that like uh, how you call that mandatory to get the vaccine. I hope not. Well, I I hope so. I mean, if it's a good vaccine and it's tested well, and it is, like everything will be back to normal. There have like, been some discussion about vaccines, of course. Yeah, but that's, that's like conspiracy thinkers. I'm not a big fan of the whole conspiracy. Everybody thinks there's conspiracy everywhere. It's like, but you know what? I'll take the vaccine because why not? You know, like they, they have vaccines for, for, they don't have smallpox anymore, right? No. Not mistaking all the kinds of stuff. That's gone because of vaccines. Because eventually you start to build up a tolerance that you'll pass along to your, uh, to your next of kin or to, to the next generation and all that kinds of stuff. But I'm not a big fan of all the conspiracy stuff that's going on right now. It's a lot of attention, but... I, th- I think that's been going on for not only for this vaccine, it's also for just vaccines in general for well, all yeah, kinds of but things. There's not, there's not defi- to me, there's not definitive proof that vaccines are bad for you. 
Like, what's what? What are one of the uh, uh, the conspiracies then? The conspiracies are, at least what I read, is that in the U.S., um, uh, some vaccines for kids, like for children, mm-hmm. they were they were like containing um, toxic uh, uh, ingredients. Uh, I think I heard mercury or something, or uh, yeah, that was like yeah. a, a, si- a side uh, ingredient of of one of the the, the vaccines. They they consisted of uh, you know, bad things to not really inject into people, and that caused for some kids it caused a number of of, of physical uh, uh, limitations or, or or sicknesses or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that um, uh, everything that I am saying now is truth, but uh, I think it's um, if you're putting out something new, you should have definitely like a good test trial before yeah, but uh, then you put it out. You exactly like underline the problem then, right? Because uh, if you look at it... Uh, it's the same as with new technology. And it's the same as with all new things. Uh, have, there been, uh, have there been like uh, long-term tests for uh, Wi-Fi or for any type of radiation in terms of signals and stuff? I don't know. I haven't read upon them, but... Maybe we find out after like a generation or two that some things were just not ha- uh, were not healthy to do, and we uh, witnessed uh, uh, physical issues from that. And uh, what I have the feeling is always that once people come up with something new, and of course there's technology, there's innovation. Uh, first, people have to like get really sick or have to die before they take measures. Well, yeah, but you know, if you're talking about that's the like the learning of- curve of. I think humanity in, in, in yeah, but you can't like uh, like put innovation on hold for like what thirty to forty years if no 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 I'm not saying know? that but you should like keep on testing like constantly during that innovation. Well, I think they do that. I mean, it's 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 obvious if people uh, come also, into the hospital with certain sicknesses and they yeah. they correlate with symptoms that you have when overexposed to radiation. Then, uh, what national, uh, what do you call that? Health, um, world health, organization. world health organization, whatever. They will yeah, make but a note the, the and they'll investigate. The problem is that with some things is that um, there's um, there's large segments of companies uh, profiting from some uh, for positive or negative results. So there's also some financing going on. So that's also like a, a thing that needs to be, uh, yeah watched for because if there's companies profiting from uh, certain results and there's like financing going on but is that isn't that like i don't see that that's a problem it should be regulated but most things are well uh, depending on how 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 strict you regulate that's another thing like look at healthcare uh but okay but let's let's say let's say um there's a research for a new product yeah and there's new technology which hasn't been used. There's no long time term period of trials. Yeah. Uh, and let's say that research is being held by some company, maybe a third party. But the financing is being done by uh, the company that creates the product. Yeah. So they benefit from a, a positive result or a negative result when it comes to what kind of things they're testing. Yeah, but there there are organizations that have a strict eye on whether a product is or something is tested thoroughly, yes or no. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're talking about uh, uh, things that can only manifest over a long period of time, 
And that's like, you know... That's hard to test, I know. No, it's not hard to test. It's like hard to make a decision on. It's like the same with Wi-Fi. We know that Wi-Fi causes radiation, Yeah. right? And uh, I'm not sure if there are people that actually got sick because of that. But if it turns out that they would, well, we had Wi-Fi for what? How long now? 20 years? Um, no, 15, 10 years? No, a bit longer. I think, I think 15. I think going on 15 years. Maybe Something like the that. 20, the, maybe early trial started around uh, 2000. Yeah. I don't yeah. know exactly. I haven't really uh, got the timelines clear. But uh, anyway, that was just what I'm trying to say. I didn't we, didn't yeah, want to go into to, that uh, rat hole. but uh, No, but I wanted to finish. It's like it, we have it for 15 years. Uh, and if now it turns out in five years or so that the people are getting uh, sicknesses or illnesses or uh, having complaints because of that, then that was a decision well made just to put Wi-Fi out because look at all the innovation it cost, right? And the duration, the incubation time of showing all those uh, symptoms. Well, it was 20 years, so it's not a reason to like halt a product. But or, okay, let's say we, it turns out that Wi-Fi is dangerous. Yeah. They won't stop using it because no, it's been incorporated. That's our, that's our responsibility. They right? won't incorporate it in, uh, in uh, for instance, like buildings. Yeah. For offices and such or yeah. uh, whatever, uh, name something else. Maybe they need it for in hospitals or whatever. Well, you can always like, if we're talking about Wi-Fi in particular, you can put out a patch that would block like incoming uh, wireless signals because you're still your modem, at least at home. At and, the and office, home you they're can all do it plugged yourself. in, right? Yeah. So that will be a solution, but that responsibility would also first and primarily lies with us. We have to decide then, all right, it's not good for our health. Am I going to start using it, uh, stop stop using it, or am I continue to use it? Uh, will I get very sick? Is that something, I'm, a risk I'm willing to take, yes or no? Uh, and of course, the company on their turn, they need to find a way to make it safer, you know, yeah. but your responsibility always lies with us, I believe, and certain things like that. It's like... It's also, with the same, it's also with the same uh, with cell phone towers and yeah. masts. Like they place them up on office uh, buildings and such. Yeah. So I was like, you know, what is what decides where they're going to put it? And is there like any regu regulations when it comes to where they're placing those uh, cell phone towers? Well, yeah, I think they t if they put it on they top put of them on, on, on apartment buildings, they put them on top of uh, uh, offices where people are. are, are well, artists. I think there is uh, there is due diligence and research on whether that's uh, bad for your health or whether it has any other risks that that would bring with it placing that thing on an apartment building or on a business building, uh, something like that, company building. But uh, no, they can't like they can't like put a cell phone tower like dead dead center of the city. They can't do that without having serious, serious... Uh, usually, they're like uh, at these... Uh, in Holland, at least, they're at these uh, um, isolated places, like maybe near a beach, something somewhere in the back, something like that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. It's. Um I wonder. I really, really do wonder. Because now I think also uh, to get that 5G coverage, yeah. they need more towers. That's true. That's true. But oh, what's the big deal with 5G, actually? What's the added benefit? Faster internet or something like that? Faster? Uh, the main, the, the main uh, uh, benefit, according to the IT, um, uh, I don't know, IT agenda, I guess, mm -hmm. or uh, telecom companies, it's like uh, um, more and more things are connected 
into in households for for people. So they're like introducing smart homes and such. So your mm-hmm. your lamps are connected, uh, all your Wi-Fi uh, or or your Hi-Fi is connected. Uh, maybe you have any other things, maybe therm- thermostats and stuff and those kind of things. And you might have any other uh, appliances connected to so the Wi-Fi. So even things like maybe coffee machines or I don't know if that's necessary. Uh, some some kitchen appliances. They're making everything connected to like the, the smart grid to okay. have more to have more data on your uh, um, on on all your um, household things, I guess. All right, so that's what they will get. But they're marketing so, it like they're um, marketing it like okay, we need everything's connected and we need a faster connection to right. to 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 go go about that and also um, uh, it's it's like an innovation. Yeah. But I actually do wonder if it's actually needed because I didn't really have the feeling that 4G didn't live up to it when it comes to, to like speed. No, me neither. I think it's a money-making game at least. I think the you bandwidth know? was... Uh, no, it's like, uh, like I'm saying, it's pure capitalism. It's like, oh, we put out something new, so the now same we as can with ask like a bit more money for your internet, right? I think that they already told, told us that. It's like the, the prices for... Uh, your internet at yeah. home would skyrocket with another four but or five euros or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. Well, at least I can get like if they're, for instance, let's take TVs. They started off with 720p. Now, then after that, they came out with uh, full HD. Yeah. And after that, they came out with four, uh, 4K. Yeah. So there's like an actual visual uh, upping of, 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 of the specs. And of course, there is a, a noticeable difference in speed, I can imagine, for 5G because that's something they they are telling us it's the 5g it's, it's the bandwidth part that's the that's the only thing yeah. that's being innovated in in, su- in such a way or improved let's but it's it's not that tangible in my opinion when it comes to 4g it's also very different because if you bring up the example of a tv it's like i can watch uh regular uh yeah it's a physical HD content on a 4k tv or 8k yeah. tv you know i still have that I don't know if that's the right term, backwards compatibility or something like that. I can still choose yeah. uh, what I'm watching. Yeah, you know, my you're not going to on, use you know. full capability, but I, I wonder if actually, because if we're looking at uh, 5G, I think only um, our, t- our phones is, are going to use that, that, that bandwidth, right? Yeah, because sure. um, um, it's like eventually 4G you're connected won't be to supported. Cable. That's, that's the whole thing, and that's what they're trying to make money on. It's like 3G and 4G. When you had 3G, they eventually went to 4G. Now 3G isn't supported anymore, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I think so. I think so. Um, but actually, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Let me just, let me just, you know what? Let me just go ahead and... Uh, yeah, because I'm guessing you have old phones that don't have a 4G uh, receiver, I guess. Right? All right, guys. So much for part one. Thanks for listening. Um, be sure to check us out on Instagram at Bros on Life because we'll be releasing parts two, three, maybe even four somewhere in the coming weeks. Thanks for listening.